Good morning, and welcome to Simply CRE. It's Monday, February 5th. On today's show, Greater New York Mutual Insurance Company signs a full-floor lease at the Empire State Building, and a 304-acre ranch in East Manatee County is listed for $8 million. Developers. Plus, the commercial real estate market in the city is rebounding faster than the national average. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply CRE. We start off with an update from the Empire State Realty Trust. They have announced a new addition to the Empire State Building tenant roster, the Greater New York Mutual Insurance Company, or GNY Mutual. The insurance company has signed a full-floor lease for over 52,000 square feet of office space in the iconic Manhattan building. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Celeste. Can you tell us more about this new tenant and the Empire State Building's tenant roster? Certainly, David. GNY Mutual is joining a prestigious list of tenants in the Empire State Building, which includes companies like LinkedIn, Unifarm, and Skanska. Other recent additions include engineering firm STV, contract furniture manufacturer OFS Brands, and tech and management company Capco. The Empire State Building is a historic structure, but it's also known for its high-tier office space. Can you tell us more about that? Absolutely. Despite its origins in the 1930s, the Empire State Building offers some of the most premium office space in New York. Renovations completed in 2019, costing $165 million, gave the building a new entrance, a second-floor exhibit showcasing its history, and a revamped observatory on the top floor. The property also boasts state-of-the-art indoor environmental quality and is one of the most sustainable office buildings in Manhattan. Tenants also have access to a range of amenities, including a fitness center, conference center, and eight on-site dining options. What does this move mean for GNY Mutual? Elizabeth Heck, the chairman, president, and CEO of GNY Mutual, has expressed appreciation for the Empire State Building's significance to the NYC real estate community. She also mentioned that the building's sustainability measures and excellent tenant amenities are attractive for employee recruitment and retention, especially in a hybrid work environment. And how has the Empire State Realty Trust responded to this new lease? Thomas P. Durrells, the Executive Vice President of Real Estate at Empire State Realty Trust, has welcomed GNY Mutual to their tenant roster. He stated that the ESRT continues to attract high-quality office tenants by providing modernized office spaces in prime locations with top-tier amenities. Who represented the tenant and the property owner in this lease? Mark Ravesloot of CBRE represented GI Mutual, while a team from Newmark and ESRT represented the property owner in the lease. Thanks for the insights, Celeste. Moving on to real estate news, the Empire State Realty Trust has announced a new addition to the Empire State Building tenant roster, the Greater New York Mutual Insurance Company, or GNY Mutual. The insurance company has signed a full-floor lease for over 52,000 square feet of office space in the iconic Manhattan building. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, James. Can you tell us more about this new tenant and the significance of this move? Certainly, David. GNY Mutual is a 109-year-old insurance company that specializes in providing coverage solutions for commercial real estate owners. 
It's joining a prestigious list of tenants in the Empire State Building, including LinkedIn, Unifarm, Skanska, and more recently, engineering firm STV, contract furniture manufacturer OFS Brands, and tech and management company Capco. The Empire State Building is a historic structure, but it's not just about the prestige, is it? What else does the building offer to its tenants? That's correct, David. Despite its origins in the 1930s, the Empire State Building offers some of the most high-tier office space in New York. Renovation efforts completed in 2019, totaling $165 million, gave the building a new entrance, a second-floor exhibit showcasing its history, and a revamped observatory on its top floor. The property also boasts state-of-the-art indoor environmental quality and is one of the most sustainable office buildings in Manhattan. Tenants also have access to a fitness center, conference center, and eight on-site dining options. What does this move mean for GNY Mutual? Elizabeth Heck, the chairman, president, and CEO of GNY Mutual, has said that the company appreciates the significance of the Empire State Building to the NYC real estate community. She also mentioned that the building's industry-leading sustainability measures and excellent tenant amenities are attractive for employee recruitment and retention, especially in the context of their hybrid work environment. And how has the Empire State Realty Trust responded to this new addition? Thomas P. Durrells, the Executive Vice President of Real Estate at Empire State Realty Trust, has expressed his pleasure at welcoming GNY Mutual to their tenant roster. He highlighted that the trust continues to attract high-quality office tenants by providing modernized office spaces in prime locations with top-tier amenities. Thanks for that update, James. In other real estate news, the Housing Authority of the City of Fort Myers has recently received a $9.4 million loan from the Florida Housing Finance Corp. This loan, part of the State Apartment Initiative Loan Program, is intended to aid in the construction of a 92-unit affordable multifamily community on Cleveland Street. Here with us to discuss this further is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about this initiative and how it will impact the community? Certainly, David. This complex is part of the Greater Dunbar Initiative, a $97.8 million revitalization of the Southward Village public housing community. The Housing Authority plans to increase resources, amenities, and economic opportunities in the community. Along with the apartment complex, there will be 375 new mixed-income apartments with 159 reserved for current residents. That's quite a significant development. Moving on, we also have news about a recent property sale in Naples. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, an 8.8-acre property on Henderson Creek Drive, known as the Oasis Mobile Home Park and the Kenyon Mobile Home Park, has been purchased by a group of investors for $3.25 million. The previous owners were Ben S. Moore Jr. and BMS and & Sons. For now, it will continue to operate as a mobile home park. Interesting. Now, there's also been a change of ownership for America's car wash in Ruskin. Can you share more details? Indeed, a Canadian investor has purchased the car wash for $3.1 million, which is about $825,000 less than the previous owner paid in 2022. The new owner bought the property through an LLC named Ruskin Investment, based in Mississauga, Ontario. There's also news about a bowling alley sale in Brandon. What can you tell us about that? Oakfield Lanes, a bowling alley that opened in the 1980s, has been sold to pin chasers. The new owners took over on January 1st. 
This is Pin Chaser's fourth bowling alley in the area. They paid $2.92 million for the land. And finally, there's a significant piece of farmland up for sale in Manatee County. What's the story there? The 304-acre Montgomery Ranch on State Road 70E in Mayaca City is on the market with a listing price of $7.91 million. The property is being marketed as an ideal opportunity to build luxury ranchette-style homes, cracker cabins, or a smaller lot, luxury homes along with a possible clubhouse. That's certainly a significant development. Lastly, there's a potential increase in impact fees in Manatee County. Can you tell us more about that? Manatee County commissioners are considering increasing impact fees collected on projects. The goal is to collect 100% of impact fees recommended in a 2015 impact fee study, rather than the 90% that has been collected for the past nine years. The fees are earmarked for projects that place a burden on infrastructure and address demand for roads, law enforcement, and parks that come with population growth. Thanks for joining us, Bella. Now, let's shift our focus to the commercial real estate market in New York. In the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, many predicted a grim future for this market as office buildings emptied out. However, new data suggests a remarkable recovery is underway. According to real estate technology platform View the Space, demand for office space in the city rose by nearly 40% in 2023, reaching 75% of pre-pandemic levels. This is significantly higher than the nationwide demand, which stands at 55% of pre-pandemic levels. Here to delve deeper into this topic is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about this recovery? Certainly, David. The data indeed paints an optimistic picture for New York's commercial real estate market. The 40% rise in demand for office space in 2023 is a significant rebound, especially when compared to the nationwide figures. It's a clear indication that businesses are returning to the city and that the office culture is regaining its footing. What factors do you think are contributing to this recovery in New York, especially considering the nationwide demand is still lagging? There could be several factors at play here. Firstly, New York City has always been a major hub for various industries, including finance, media, and technology. As these sectors recover from the pandemic, it's natural for them to gravitate back towards the city. Additionally, the city's robust vaccination campaign and the easing of COVID-19 restrictions have likely played a role in encouraging businesses to return to their offices. What does this mean for the future of commercial real estate in New York? Can we expect this trend to continue? While it's difficult to predict with certainty, the current trend does suggest a positive trajectory for New York's commercial real estate market. If businesses continue to return to the city and the demand for office space keeps rising, we could see a full recovery to pre-pandemic levels in the not-too-distant future. However, it's important to note that the situation remains fluid and could be influenced by various factors, including potential future waves of the pandemic or changes in work culture. Michael, your insights are always valuable. Thank you for sharing. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply CRE. We'll see you back here tomorrow.